if parenthood came with a GPS, it would most likely just say recalculating. Join Yulandi Becker and her guest experts Wednesdays at 11 a.m. for Bump and Beyond, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. Yes, you are on 101.9 High FM. Um, this is Bump and Beyond and I am your host, Yulandi Becker. And this show is all about parenting. Yes, and it's only one week to go of November. <laughs> I don't want to complain, but yes, I know you, I'm not alone in this situation. You ha- are having the same issues and we're all busy getting done with this year. And in that spirit, I am wanting us to prepare a little bit for holiday because it is, it is a nice thought to think of um, the holiday that's coming up and the fun times that we're going to have with our families and friends. Even if you're staying at home, that's also absolutely fine, but you are going to still be seeing a lot more people, interacting with a lot more people, and obviously traveling. And the roads, especially this time of year, is crazy busy. And even if it's just a short trip, even more so if it's a long trip, it is important that we are safe when it comes to traveling. So this is what the show is all about today, is about those keeping safe on the roads this festive season and keeping our children safe. Because as a parent, that is one of our number one duties, is keeping our children safe. And we need to be informed. So... Did you know that road accidents are one of the biggest killers of children in South Africa, whether in vehicles or as pedestrians? Here are some scary stats to get you, get the conversation going. Transport accidents are the leading accurately recorded cause of non-natural deaths in children under 14 in South Africa. That's how this show got started. I was looking for holiday tips and everything, and I read this statistic, and I'm like, oh, my word, this is something we have to talk about. Because that's unacceptable. It is insane to think that that is the cause, and we can help the situation. According to the Road Traffic Management Corporation, last year 117,000 children died and 45,000 were hospitalized due to injuries sustained in road accidents. For many of these who were then in, uh, like injured, their lives changed completely because they were disabled or something happened with them. The majority of car accidents happen close to home. And I mentioned now... Earlier, I mentioned, yes, you might not be going away, so you not, might not be on the long road, but the reality is majority of accidents actually happen close to your house, even more so when we're in a jolly mood um, traveling um, to friends and family, because that's what this year is about, or this time of the year. I feel like my children's activities... Every single one of the activities need a farewell celebration, which is nice. You get to spend time with your kid and to celebrate all the hard work that they put in through the year. But it's then also getting the toys um, because there's some toy you have to give to another kid or you have to get everything ready. It's hard work this time of the year. 
yes, like I said, the majority of car accidents happen close to home. One study showed that 52% within 8 kilometers and 77% within 25 kilometers of your house. So just up the road doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Um, this is exactly, like I said, what we are talking about today is that we are going to be talking about car safety. As you know, I'm not the expert in this. So I am going to be talking to our guest Peggy Morris today, who is the founder of Wheel Wells, a nonprofit advocating for children road safety in South Africa. So stay tuned for that and more. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker. The show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. If you've just joined us, you're on 101.9 High FM. This is Bump and Beyond, and I'm your host, Yulandi Becker. And as I mentioned earlier, road accidents are one of the biggest killers of children in South Africa whether in a vehicle or as a pedestrian. And the reality is, is that car seats could actually reduce these deaths by 71% and injuries by 67%. So if properly used, <laughs> that's an important side note to add to that. So it is going to be our conversation today is going to be about car seat safety. But as always, I do want you to chat with us. So my question for today is, do you strap in your children? Do you know someone who doesn't? You can send this in anonymously <laughs> because legally you should be doing it. Um, and how much does your child complain in a car seat? Is it is a torturous ride for you something that you're going to be thinking about the whole time? You're not you're not wanting to go on the open road because your car, child is screaming all the time, or does your child just pass out in the car seat? Send in your voice notes and your messages um, on our Telegram message oh six one. Eight nine five one zero one nine. You can also SMS us on three four five one nine. SMSs are charged at one rand fifty, and of course you can email us in studio at highfm.com. And let's get this conversation going. My guest today is going to help us talk about this car seat safety. Is in fact Peggy Morris, founder of Wheelswell, a non-profit advocating for children's road safety in South Africa. Hello, Peggy. <laughs> hello, Yolandi. Thank you for having me, and hello to all your lovely listeners. So, I've already read out some shocking statistics here about car seats and car seat safety, and or rather about children's deaths. And I, I really, I cannot believe it. And we talked about it before the show as well, specifically about these shocking statistics. And one of the statistics I also shared with you is the fact that I don't think lots of people know this, but the same amount of people die on our roads over Easter weekend than in the entire Germany over a year's time. And they are double the amount of people we are. It It is a scary place out there. We should, even if you're a good driver, which you can think about, <laughs> it doesn't mean everyone else is because clearly there is a problem. There is a huge, huge, huge problem. And can I just expand on your comparison with Germany? Last year in Germany, 18 children died as passengers. 
In total? In total. Oh, my word. We do that in a day in South Africa. This is not a race to the bottom. We need to keep our kids safe. Yes. It is absolutely important that we put our children in car seats. So it is dangerous out there. It is because nobody is adhering to the rules of the road. Everybody drives as they please. The drivers are regressive and they are inconsiderate. Of people next to you. I was, I was listening to a radio talk the other day, you know, and they said that, you know, when you walked down the street, there's somebody inside, you give way, you say hello, and you're on your way, it's fine. Not if you're in a car. No. No. You're just immediately aggressive, you know. I'm not, I do have to say that I'm like a very, Model citizen, I feel yeah. in the car. Yeah. Oh, that's what my discovery tag tells me. <laughs> <laughs> I am too, mostly because I drive a branded van. I have to really, really behave myself. Um, but it is not just that. It is the discipline. You yes. know, give way to people. It reduces your stress. It makes you feel better. You know, by the time you arrive at your destination, you're actually not a wreck. You know, so, 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 so drive stress-free. And a, and a major factor in driving stress-free is to have your children in child restraints. Yes. Children that are not restrained, that are not buckled up, distract you from what you need to do. You need to focus on the road 100%. Yes. And a study done in Australia showed that about a third of the time parents spent with the attention on their children and not on the road. For as long as three to four seconds at a time. Now that you cover almost a kilometer in, in that. In that amount of time. time. Yes, yes, driving at 60 k's an hour. So for, it's like closing your eyes for a kilometer or being on your cell phone. Oh my word, so that's if you're, scary. Mm, it's very scary. So if your kids are in car seats, then you know they are safely restrained. They don't run around on the back seat. They don't distract you as much, and you can focus on what you need to do. And, of course, should you be in a, in a, in a crash, then you'll know your children are safe. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm already looking forward to mm. scaring everyone with this conversation. <laughs> Apparently, that's what I like to do. Anyway, let's hear a bit about what you have to say and play one of our voice notes. Hi. I'm Shanae, mother of a beautiful little girl. As first-time parents, car seat safety has always been very important to us. However, it can definitely be more stressful than what one can think. Babies don't always like to sit in their car seats and can sometimes fight to get out. We always plan our trips ahead and we make sure that when we travel, um, we travel at times when baby needs to sleep. We are lucky enough to have a great sleeper in the car. Yes, so if you've just joined us, you're on Bump and Beyond with me, Yolandi Becker, and I'm speaking to Peggy Mars about car seat safety. And I asked a question because that's what I said. It's like most of the time, and I don't want to really say it to everyone because maybe if they see me then they're not going to be so happy, but I am one of those people who actually stop next to people and I wind down or I press the button to make my (laughs) window go down. And I actually tell them, Nathania, you do know your child's not in a car seat. And then they would say something like, oh, they don't like the car seats. And my response is always in a very friendly matter because I've also learned that it, it doesn't help people just be, you become very defensive. And then I just in a very matter of factly say, your child's also not going to like brain damage. <laughs> yes. And, and, and I want to add to that that it is the driver's responsibility 
in the regulations, in the National Reg uh, Traffic Act, it's the driver's responsibility to make sure that everybody is buckled up. So, you know, yes, maybe children don't like a car seat, and we can have an entire conversation about that as well. But I'm sure you don't want to live with yeah, the, the consequences of something consequences. called an accident for yeah. a reason. Yes, it happens. It happens. This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. Yes, you are on 101.9 High FM. This is Bump and Beyond. I'm your host, Yolandi Becker, and I'm speaking to expert in car seat safety, Peggy Morris, today. As we're getting ready now for this holiday time, a big part of it is traveling. And whether or not you're just going to the airport and flying somewhere, you're going to be in a car. Inevitably, that is the situation in South Africa. We need cars. And whether or not it's with an Uber, a taxi or whatever, that's also, you're still in a car. And there are ways that we can do it better, I feel, with our children. Especially if you're, like I mentioned, these statistics of how many children die on our roads is shocking. How many people in the end is shocking. But we can protect our children. And it is our responsibility not only, Peggy mentioned earlier, not only ethically, but also legally as drivers of the car, we are the ones who are responsible to yeah, keep our kids in child safety seats. Um, what, what does Peggy, what does mm. a, a car seat help with? Why does it protect your child so much more than just a safety belt or you holding your child or whatever the other methods are people use? <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's start with baby on lap. And we're going to do a little bit of math here. Now, the weight that your child will take on in the event of a crash is their weight multiplied with the speed that you're driving at. So if, say, for instance, your child is 10 kilograms and you're driving at 100 k's per hour, your child takes on the weight of a 1,000 kilogram at the instant oh, of a crash. what? You cannot hold on to your child. Not even Schwarzenegger will be able to hold on your child. It is impossible. So what a car seat is designed to do at your child's stage of development is to keep them safely with in the vehicle so that they don't fly out the window and hit the ground and being hit by other cars coming and going. It prevents your child from hitting the interior of the vehicle and other occupants of the vehicle, and it helps your child ride down the forces of a crash safely within their car seat. I mean, you now mentioned also that just hitting, I mean, if your kid mm. is now a thousand kilos yeah. just hitting even if it's the front seat yes i mean that must be insane the damage yes. that you're causing at yes. that speed yes yes yeah so but we do have to talk about it like i said even yes uh, we no, have to um, what i wanted to say is that the fact that parents don't they always say that oh my child doesn't uh, like i remember with my first one that I, I remember the car ride from the hospital initially. Mm. My husband drove probably like 20 kilometers an hour. <laughs> he was very paranoid. And with my son, if we drove somewhere, I would always like, he would cry immediately as we got into mm. the car seat. And then I would like 
go next to the road, check that he's fine, and go on again. With my daughter, it wasn't that much because then I realized at least if she's crying, I know she's alive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's. I know it's inappropriate, but it is the the reality yeah. with second children. That's why I didn't have a third. I didn't want to know what's gonna happen. <laughs> but it's not okay. Like you said, it is legally. It's it's your obligation and ethically there's so much that can happen if that happens with your child. Yeah. Is it but it's also not okay for just to put on a safety belt for your baby. No, no, not at all. S- uh, safety belts or seat belts, safety belts are all belted devices to keep you safe. Mm. Seat belts are specifically for the car. Seat belts are designed for an adult male of one point five meters or taller. Okay. Okay. So they weren't even thinking that of I us. didn't even know. Yeah. <laughs> so they weren't thinking of us ladies. Yeah. No. Oh, luckily I'm as tall as a man, so yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. So 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 unless your child is one point five meters tall, the seat belt is not gonna fit properly. Oh. It's like wearing your shoes. You know, mm. if you put your kid in your shoes, it doesn't fit. Yeah. They need to grow into it still. So a seatbelt needs to be at your shoulder here at the heart bone. Go across your chest. You know, if you if you see your body as a rectangle, yes. it needs to cut it in even even bits. And then it needs to grow go across the top of your legs. Aye. Never against the tummy, because there's vital organs in there. Okay. Again, so, we don't want that thousand kilograms no, to no, push no. against that because that's yeah. going to cause. It's like a serious punch in the stomach. Never thought of it. I'm yeah. also I'm learning a lot. This yeah. is a good conversation. Yeah. So children under 1.5 meters, if they sit in a seat belt with a seat belt, that seat belt goes across the stomach and it goes across the neck. So it doesn't fit where it's supposed to fit. So it cannot give the children the benefits of the safety. And our children. The the little ones, especially, that can't even sit upright yet. I mean, the seatbelt yeah. does nothing. No, no. Absolutely nothing, no. Yeah. But, I mean, you do see it, that yeah. people, like, with with the baby, but then yeah. they have the seatbelt, but I have a safety no. belt. And I'm like, no. no, that's not. Now no. we know why. Now I can say, no. but your child is weighing a 1,000 kilos, actually, uh, in the yes. accident. I yes. know now. Yes. <laughs> so let's start with the small ones, because it's mm. also not just about any child seat that's also the reality of it it's not each age like you said has specifications and whatever so i know from having two children that we start off with those dreaded rear facing child seats i'm saying dreaded only because you can't see your kid and that's really annoying as a parent if you can't see them and they're yeah. screaming and you yeah. can't see that they're okay. Yeah. Nowadays, you do get these cute mirrors yes, that you, you can do. put on. Yes. But again, we don't want to be distracted by our children. So we shouldn't create these opportunities of distraction. So how long should a child be in the rear facing? Uh, until 15 months. Oh, that's so actually it's an age thing. Oh, I it's actually thought it was nine months. No, so long. No, up to 15 months. Oh. Your children have to rear face. No ifs and buts about it. Oh. After that, you can rear face by choice. Uh, okay. Okay, so you can still rear face if you want to, if you have the seat that allows that. But if you don't have the space in your car, because these rear facing seats takes up a lot of space, um, if you don't have the budget for those seats because they are more expensive, then it from 15 months you can start forward facing mm. your child. And also, it is best at birth to start with a dedicated infant seat. 
Yeah. You know, you now get multi-stage seats that goes from birth yeah. right up till when they can drive their own car. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it is the safest for your child to start with a dedicated infant seat for reasons. So the first reason is that seat is at the correct angle because your child need to be upright enough so that they could withstand the forces in a crash, but they need to be low enough so they don't have head slump and lilac little lumps in yeah. their car seat, you know. So children that are little ones that are unhappy in their seat, it is often because the angle is not right. Uh, it's, you know, when you come in the installation, you just put it in and maybe they are sitting too upright. No. Uh, maybe the harness is not adjusted correctly. Maybe the harness doesn't fit correctly. We have found from inspections that we have done, me, done, no. as that at least eight out of ten seats are not correctly installed or adjusted or the correct seat for the child altogether. Oh okay. my word! So that's so it is, many. Yeah. Oh, there's so much. And I mean, that's the thing is that uh, that's what I'm saying is oh. that in the end of the day, it is not just about the seat that you have no. or that you have one because then you're thinking yeah. you feel reassured. But mm. in the there is a lot to think about yeah. when it comes to just yeah. what seat you are having. Yeah. If you've just joined us, you are on 101.9 High FM, and this is Bump and Beyond. And I am Yulandi, and I'm speaking to Peggy about car seat. Safety, um, and we've been talking now quite a bit already about uh, the type of you know car seats yeah. that uh, children should have. And I mean, for me, it's also just interesting the fact that you're saying that the kids have to be 1.5 meters. Yeah. So that means 11, 12 years. We're talking yes. about here. Yes. Um, that children actually have to be in. Is that then? I'm jumping the gun, but is mm. that then a booster seat? Yes. It's not yes. like a, yeah, they don't have to have a harness. They can use the safety yes. belt, but it's on just boosted up. Yes, that is correct. So after the infant seat, which is always reaffirmed, yes. that goes up to 15 months or 13 kilograms. Okay. okay. So the, oh, that's a good, good thing that mm-hmm. you're mentioning the kilos as well, because mm-hmm. I do feel some babies are a little bit bigger. Yeah, we do make bigger babies here in South Africa. Yeah. You know, our little rugby players that we produce <laughs> and our children are bigger than the world yeah. average. Car seats are designed on the World Health Organization's average kids. Now, we all know our clinic card. Yes. You know, there's a bold yes. line in the middle going up and your child is either above or below. Yes. So if your child is on that line or below, you will never have car seat issues. Yes. Your child will always be ready in age, weight and height for the next seat up when they need to, to go yeah. up. If your child is above the 85th percentile. Like both or, my children. Yes. <laughs> because you are tall and your husband probably is as well. Then your child is likely to outgrow the car seat in weight and height before they are ready in age to go up to the next seat. Okay. So that is when you need to look at car seats a little bit more carefully. But luckily now, we do have seats that can harness up to 25 kilograms. Ah, yes. For those kids. Okay. Especially so, for those kids. So yes. we're saying now 15 months, the rear facing ones, and then they go to the, the front face. Oh, it's optional. Optional. Thereafter, it is optional. Then your child is in what they call a toddler seat, which still has the five point harness in it because your child in body is not strong enough to ride with the seat belt only. They need that extra security. Um, so they need to be in a harnessed seat until they are four, 18 kilograms. 
or 105 centimeters tall. Okay. Okay. And then booster seats start at 15 kilograms. And that overlap is to allow for the tall, skinny kids. Oh. Not for those short, little, chubby, little darlings. Oh. You know, that, that is, that is 15 kilograms in two years. No, no it's not <laughs> ready for a booster seat. It, your child needs to be four yes. in age. Okay. Yeah, no. So I'm like, I'm learning a lot and I'm glad that my kids, so, but that's now mm. also the, the seats yeah. we're now mentioning. Is this always in the back? Never on the front seat. All the back of the vehicle is much safer than the front. And this is due to things that come into ve- into the vehicle during a crash. It's mm-hmm. more likely yeah. to come in through the front and from the from the, the, the driver's cabin than it is from the side. Uh-huh. And, and, and from the back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So uh, that is why it is much safer to put your children in the back. No. But I understand with bigger families, you know, you have two car seats in the back, the back seat is full, then your third child, which should be the oldest child, can sit in the front. Um, there's an airbag warning for rear-facing seats. Yes. So you are not allowed to install a rear-facing seat where there's an active airbag. Oh, okay. okay. But you can, can you just put it up? Oof. Some vehicles you ca- can, some vehicles you can't. Okay. And then if you put it off, you must just uh, make sure with your insurance that they're happy that you do these things. <laughs> That's also yeah, true. There's consequences of yes. everything. So if you are the frantic mother that need to see your child, rather put your child in the back, get one of those mirrors. Peace of mind means that you can have your attention on the road and ever so often, often just glance at your child, you know, as opposed to having to look at your child all the time and being frantic and yes. all of those things, yeah. But okay, so this is, I'm really learning a lot, yeah, and I'm glad my children are safe, but I did mm-hmm. definitely use, I'm not mm-hmm. just, not a hundred percent sure that I moved appropriately because yeah, my kids yeah. were really tall, yeah. but like I said, luckily nothing mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Um, what do you need to look out for when you're purchasing a car seat? Because okay. now not every car seat is no 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 they're not. Sometimes all... I also because I got some secondhand ones from mm. friends booster seats I have mm. to say not actual seats but the booster seats I got from friends that then gave it and then I said yeah this is great then I can put one in my car yeah. and one in my husband's car because it also costs money. Yeah yeah all these a, things a, a affordability is a huge issue. So what you're looking for in a in a car seat is first of all look at the well-known brands. Don't go fall for these special offers that you can get on Facebook and social media and so be wary. Okay. Second of all, look on your car seat. There's an orange sticker. That orange sticker is the ID document of your car, of your, of your car seat. So it will give you the weight range that the seat is designed for. It will give you the country where it is certified and it will give you the uh, unique identifying number given to your seat. So if it has that orange sticker, it is 99.9% sure that it has been properly um, homologated and tested and everything. And then you look at, at, at the things on the car seat. Is it easy to extend and shorten the harness? Is it easy to install the car seat? And for me, an easy installation is that you don't break a fingernail. No. You know, that okay. to me is the threshold. <laughs> um, then, then you need to look at the stickers on the side of the car, a car seat. It must give you the installations for every 
orientation that the seat can be installed plus every age group. And the bigger, the better. You know, the, 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 the easier the car seat manufacturer or importer makes it for you to install your car seat, the better the car seat usually is. Ah. So, and, and, and how to read that sticker is the things in blue will be for rear facing. And I use it as blue is for babies. Ah. Red indicates forward facing and I use it as red is for Ross. I'm a little bit disappointed that I don't have babies and toddlers anymore so that I could yeah, go so look at this. Apply all this information. <laughs> but go and do a bit of a secret shopper and see yes. you know how well are these instructions displayed on the side yes. of the seat. How well do they try how easy do they market? How well is the um instruction manual written? No. You have to read that manual as if your child's life depend on it. Because you know? it does. Because it does. <laughs> yeah. You know, that is your Bible when it comes to your car seat. And you must check every every orientation, the meaning rear facing or forward facing, and every group that the seat covers, you need to go back to your manual and make sure that you do it right. Yes. You know, so as I said, blue indicates seatbelt routings for rear facing, red for forward facing, and then you get isofix as well, which yes. is another kettle of fish altogether. Yes, but let's talk about that. Is yes. it is it better to have I had isofix mm-hmm. on both all the seats I yeah. had for yeah. my children. Yeah. Mainly because it made sense to me that it yeah. must be safer because yeah. you are not just strapping it in. And I was always just nervous. It was such a slip yeah. to strap it in with the safety belt, first of all, for me. Um, so my husband always had to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, again, it just makes sense that it's actually physically attached to the car in a proper way. Is mm-hmm. it safer, Isofix safe seats? It is safer in the sense that there are... Less room for error. Because you don't have to install it over and over again. again. Yes, yes, yes. And there's little indicators that go green. You know, when you click it in and when the seat is clicked in and when the load leg touches and all of those little green lights that go on that help you make sure that your installation is correct. Although in a crash, seatbelt installed car seats are marginally safer than the Isofix. And the reason there is that you have metal clamps attached to a metal bracket welded onto a metal s- chassis. So the crash force feeds directly through. Ah. Um, and that is why cars, a good car seat with Isofix will have plenty of styrofoam on the inside, and that is then uh, breaks down the crash force before it gets to your child's body. A seatbelt installation has got wiggle room. You know, that car seat moves a lot more during the crash, but that movement breaks down the crash force so it doesn't feed through to your child inside the seat. That is so interesting. It yes. makes sense it now makes that you said it. Sense. Yes. But yes. it was not my, like I said, my thinking in that regard. This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies, 101.9 megahertz of life. Yes, this is 101.9 High FM and we are on Bump and Beyond. I'm Yolandi Becker and I'm speaking to Peggy Mars, founder of Wheels Well, a non-profit advocating for children road safety in South Africa. Um, I've been asking you the question, do you know someone who does not always strap in the kids? How much does your child complain or moan in your car seat? And do you dread long trips or does your child just fall asleep in the car? 
You can send your telegram voice messages to 061-895-1019 or you can phone us if you want to. I would really like to talk to you, 010-140-3020 or SMS us on 34519. SMSs are charged at 150. But let's listen to some of the voice notes that came in. Hi there, my name is Tammy. Um, I'm a mom of two. I've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Um, and I remember one day on holiday, we were at uh, the coast and a friend of mine was there and her child, she's like, um, we were just driving and the shopping center is like not even two minutes from where we're staying. And it's a little beach town. So like in your mind, you're saying, oh, it's so close by. What is the danger? And she would never put them in the car chair. And every time I drive in the car, I would put my children in the car chair. And she was like, oh, man, I'm really struggling with her youngest one was two then. I'm really struggling for her to drive in a car chair. She always fights me when I clip her in. And for me, it's just, it's never, my kids don't realize that there is an option not to be in a car chair. And I feel like as parents, if we just, if you give them an option, then they're going to want to not, if they know that, hey, wait, sometimes there's an option not to sit in a car chair, then they're going to fight you and not want to be in a car chair. Where I found, because my kids, as far as they have ever known, driving in a car chair is the requirement of being in a car and um, they never fight me about being in the car chair as a result of that Um, so yeah for me it's a non-negotiable I think if my child died over something I could have prevented I would never forgive myself that was sound advice, Tammy. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. And kudos to her. Yes, kudos. No, definitely. And that is actually the funny thing is that I had the same thing with mm. my, I remember yeah. my daughter, even when she was a little bit older then, she would even put her, with her Barbie or her doll <laughs> came with us. They also had to be strong. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's how consciously aware of it they are. Yeah. And, and it is, I mean, I honestly have to say, I know this also with friends of my mm. children. When they get into the uh, um, the car, I always tell them, strap in. And then sometimes, why? And I'm like, Be- because, because. <laughs> that is legally required that yes. you have to. And I, but morally required. as For sure. Yes. Because yes. if we get into an accident, I don't want you to die is yes. usually my response. It yes. sounds dramatic, but it's it, also the truth. But it is a reality for at least two parents every single day. You know, that their children didn't make it. Yeah. And um and five times that are children that are seriously injured and fourteen times that are children that are like mildly but still hospitalized yes. um, injured. And the thing is with a head injury in early childhood can manifest as something like cerebral palsy later on. You know, that little brain inside that skull is incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. And at birth, and, and you know this being in the mommy business, those skull plates are still separate. Yes. They just, it's just membrane that keeps them together. So they move easily. And a knock to an infant's head is infinitely worse than that same knock to it. To an adult's head. Yeah. And yeah. now we know that they yeah. actually thousand kilos. So you oh, can yes. just imagine at yes. even this uh, 60 kilometers per hour. It's, it's, it's crazy. Still, it's, it's still. a, it can have a giant impact. Does a car seat have a lifespan? Is there a time where you should be like, okay, no, it's time for a new one? Yes, when it starts falling apart. So, <laughs> so. T- technically speaking, car seats do not expire. 
Oh. Okay. That is a thing that is done in the United States, and it is to protect the manufacturer yes. in a case of libel and not much for the safety of, oh. of the people. So car seats do not expire. It's plastic. We don't have a plastic problem in our oceans because plastic expires, you know. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. So so what does happen is that the upholstery gets old, the foam in it perish, the straps are frayed, etc. You know, and sometimes that car seat just gets too old. There are better and safer modern car seats available. Made but for newer cars. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We know more. And when you know more, you do better. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but yes, Peggy, that is brings me to the next point: mm, is mm. what does wheels well do? Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> so wheel well is all about road safety for children, and our flagship campaign, car seats for kids, have been going for ten years now. This is our tenth year. Congratulations! Um, okay, like good night. We also celebrate our tenth. <laughs> yeah. So we are we are preteens now. Um. And we ask parents to donate the used car seats to us. Oh. What we will do is we will strip that seat completely, check it for safety, clean every aspect of it, because your car seat can be dirtier than your toilet. I and can then, imagine that. Yeah. I've seen my children, what they do. and yeah. 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 And then we put that seat together again correctly. And if any part in that stage is we find something that would made the car seat unsafe, we just check it to be uh, recycled. And to date, over 10,500 kids have benefited from the car seats for kids campaign. Okay. So people can contact you if they can't afford car seats, yes. but they if, need it. Exactly, exactly. And the qualification to get a car seat from the car seats for kids campaign is that you need to have a kid and you need to have a car. Okay. Things get complicated. Yes, Do we of know course. this. We've yeah. had two years of COVID and floods and yes. riots and all kinds of other things. Eskom, we we don't ask questions. If you need a car seat, you get one. It is about your child's safety. It's so not about there is no else. excuses. There's no excuses. Do you guys also have the option, or do you know mm. where parents can go to have their car seats checked? They can come to us. Yes, you know, in the safety and the privacy. Of our drive your way, you can have your installation checked, you know, or just ask the picture of the questions on Facebook. We're happy to deal with the, but I feel it's better to have eyes on the car seat. Yes. Because you can't see everything. I, I really wish I came yes. to you, to yes. be honest, just to make so, sure that it yeah. is done properly. Yeah. And if you're looking at purchasing a car seat now, when you get your bonus and all of that this December and for Black Friday and so on, there are fabulous deals out there. Why not give us a call? You know, let's, let's work through a few options so that we can get a car seat for you that fits your budget, that fits your car, that fits your child, and that will give you long use. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, of course, if you do have an old car seat, mm -hmm. please, please. <laughs> contact yes, please. me. How do we get hold of you guys? Okay. Uh, the number is 073-393-7356. Yes. And your website where people uh, can Google wheels well. Or, yeah. Wheel well without wheel the, well, wheel well yeah. without the S. Find us at Facebook or at Wheelwell as well. Um, and ask your questions there. Car seats can be dropped off at any super quick dealership. 
Oh. Countrywide. That's wonderful. Yeah, and they will deliver it to our front door, so it is super easy. Also, Renault dealerships are drop-off points for car seats. Oh, Peggy, we're almost running out of time, but I yes. do want to ask one last question. Yes. Um, and I'm not sure if you're the right person to ask with this, mm-hmm. but is Let's it okay go. for babies to sleep in a car, a car seat? Yes, it is okay. Yes. Yes, it is okay. And I know we told time, but it is okay as long as your child is not slumping forward too much. Okay. Peggy, it has been fantastic to talk with you. And I think this is such an important... I hope lots more people invite you to talk about this because oh, you yes, clearly please. know oh, a lot. I will attend the opening of an envelope. Because it costumes. is really such an important issue and it is really... You can do something about it. Exactly. Like I mentioned before, 71% of injuries can be, or of child deaths can be prevented if your child is in a proper child seat. Thank you so much for joining. You are so welcome. This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker, the show about pregnancy and babies. 101.9 megahertz of life. Yes, you're on 101.9 Chai FM. This is Bump and Beyond. We're finishing though now, unfortunately, with me, Yolandi Becker. It's been a wonderful conversation today. And of course, as always, after the show, it will be available on a podcast on our website on ChaiFM.com. So please go have a listen to this show. Many of our other Shows that we've talked about lots of different topics about parenting, but also, of course, there's lots of other shows on the radio stations that you can also go listen to. So please go have a look at highfm.com of what is available for you. Today's show all about the safety of child care, uh, child seats when we're driving. But the reality is, is that it is the festive season. There's a lot more moving around, of course. So please do be safe out there because I want to share some other stats with you that's not just related to children. But a single use of a cell phone is an average of 52 seconds of distracted driving. At 60 kilometers per hour, this is the same as driving blind for one kilometer and increases the likelihood of a, um, a car crash by four times. What do I mean? Stop using your phone while driving. I think I see that a lot more than children nodding car seats is people actually using their phones while driving. South Africa has the worst rate of drunk driving and drunk driving related deaths in the world. It's embarrassing that that is a statistic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As many as three out of four people drive under the influence of alcohol. It's, that's not, that's unacceptable. Guys, especially during this festive season, get an Uber, get a taxi, don't drink and drive. In South Africa, the driver of a vehicle is legally responsible for any child under the age of 14 not using a car seat belt or appropriate child seat in the vehicle. Peggy also mentioned that to us. (laughs) When a car crashes or slams on brakes, this she also mentioned, the body takes on the weight of the speed you are traveling multiplied by the actual weight. So if your baby weighs 10 kilos and you're driving 60, it means all of a sudden they're weighing 60 ki- 600 kilograms. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can't pick up 600 kilos. So I, I'm not 100% sure how much I can pick up. Physics research has shown that passengers have less than half a second, 
half a second to react in a collision or a sudden stop. Instincts makes you throw your arms forward. So it's not going to be saving your child. It's going to be forward and it's your instincts. It's not bad parenting. It's scientifically impossible for you to hold on to your child that suddenly weighs hundreds of kilograms in an accident with less than half a second to respond. That's the reality or to react. If you use a seatbelt over you and your child, they will be crushed to death between you and the seatbelt because the force is equivalent of 30 adults, each weighing 50 kilograms, so 1,500 kilos standing on your child. So don't put them on your lap. At 40 kilometers per hour, I don't think anyone drives 40 kilometers per hour, the blow to your unrestrained child's head, making contact with any part of the car, is the same as dropping him from a six-meter-high building, to give you perspective. So, the aim of the game this season is, let's be safe out there. Let's take care of each other. Don't get angry while driving. We're all miserable this time of the year. So, be courteous. <laughs> be happy. Play some Christmas music while you're driving. If that annoys you, play some classical music. <laughs> But join me next week as we continue our preparation for holiday time. And I will be talking to, uh, talking traveling with kids and preparation, a little bit more positive in some ways with mom blogger Amy Pyre. So please join me next week. There is nothing more precious to a parent than a child and nothing more important to our future than the safety of our children. None of us know the best combination of things to do for our children to make them great. More often than not, we just close our eyes as parents and hope for the best.